The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, Farlanders. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Woof. This is episode 798 of Farlands or Bust for your Sunday, September 6th, 2020. That's right. It is September. And that is how... I secure the hidey hole from the last episode and continue west towards the far lands here in Minecraft Beta 173, as we've been doing since 2011. We got Wolfie, we got all our stuff we need, maybe some wool we should grab. I should eat those cookies too because they're just taking up inventory space. Episode 798, this is being recorded uh, the day before on Twitch here. Just got done playing a bunch of GeoGuessr. That a bad, today was a bad GeoGuessr day, I gotta say. The first two maps were real stinkers. Um, what was the third one we did? <laughs> I forgot. The, the interiors, that was all right. Um, and then we got bamboozled. One point... 4,999, and then it just fell apart after that on the interesting rocks map. Uh, speaking of speaking of wool, let's get this this wool. Um, yeah, if you if you're just joining the series, having not watched it in say a month, even it was a few months ago, or a few months ago, a few episodes ago that we uh, passed the next floating point boundary that we were expecting. And now instead of two texture pixels off, we're four texture pixels off with the jitter. So it's it's more noticeable, but I honestly think it's better. Like it's more extreme, but it's less frequent. The The jitter is less like jittery and it's more just poppy. <laughs> These are all technical video game programming skills. Um, skills and terms. Terms was also the word I was looking for there. That's neither here nor there, but uh, we're raising money right now for Equal Justice Initiative at farlandsorbus.com. You'll find links to our Tiltify campaign. Currently, raised $42.40 because we just started supporting Equal Justice Initiative. I feel like I didn't, in talking about why we switched charities, I didn't do a good job of explaining what Equal Justice Initiative is, or EJI uh, for short. Uh, but this is this is their kind of two-sentence introduction. Equal Justice Initiative is a nonprofit human rights organization committed to ending mass incarceration and excessive punishment in the United States, challenging racial and economic injustices, and protecting the basic human rights for the most vulnerable people in American society. 
EJI provides legal representation to the people who have been illegally convicted, unfairly sentenced, or abused in state jails and prisons. Uh, amongst other things, they also do education um, and, and research and uh, uh, activism in that regard as well. So that is who we are supporting for the latter half here of season eight of Far Lands or Bust. Like I said, you can find the information and the links to support, to donate at farlandsorbust.com. And when you do donate, you can ask a question. And we got some new questions here from donors to our new fundraiser, uh, which I will get to in a moment. I was just saying to the Twitch chat that didn't get any, or at least any that I noticed, because I read all the comments. He doesn't. Um, no, no, no problems with the jitter. No problems with the jitter and no problems with the jitter at 60 frames per second. I have been recording and uploading Far Lands or Bust in 30 frames per second forever. Um, because I thought it would make the jitteriness worse. But I don't think that is it at all. I think people were adverse to the 60 frames a second because it was new on YouTube in general. Um, and I don't think it had much of anything to do with the jitteriness. So I think moving forward, not that this Let's Play, I think, gains anything from the additional frames. Um, I, it's not like a high-action uh, looter-shooter pooper-scooper. Um, but but I think, I don't know if YouTube Al Gore-isms uh, give preferential treatment to higher frame rate stuff. I know sometimes they do to higher resolution stuff, like the, the 2K and the 4K stuff sometimes. I've heard, I don't know, nobody knows, YouTube doesn't even know, but uh, we'll see. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I thought I would just kind of bring a conclusion to that and it really didn't take any longer to uh to to render in uh in premiere i don't know what something something changed in adobe premiere recently where i'm now able to render these 30 40 minute episodes in like four minutes <laughs> i don't know what it was it must be doing some sort of pre-rendering or something but that was something that would take like an hour in sony vegas um uh, and I, I swear it was, it, I, I had it at a point where it was like one-to-one. -one. So like a 30-minute video would take 30 minutes to render. But something happened. Something magical happened. I'm really, really getting my monthly money's worth of this software that you used to only have to pay once for and then have forever. Wee. Um, <laughs> indeed. Uh, we do have questions here. Captain No Name asks very deep, 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 deep questions. Are they deep? They're deep. Um, what is missing in the world today? Do you think humanity will survive to become an interstellar species? Do you think we should survive that long? Uh, um... I don't know 
Well, I suppose based on our current knowledge of oh. physics and the universe, I find it hard to believe that any species is interstellar. If you're limited to traveling below the speed of light, traveling to even our nearest star is still going to take hundreds of years. And our and only and if we don't figure that problem out, then we'd have to figure out the problem of making our life lives last longer than the trip. Otherwise, you're talking about generation ships. And I just don't think our society, our, I guess, m what you would call moral uh, instincts, even. I don't know if instinct is the right word. Probably the wrong word. There are, there are probably very many sociologists spinning in their graves uh, right now at me trying to discuss this. But uh, <laughs> I don't think that that's a possibility. Um, certainly in my lifetime, and certainly even in, like, five more lifetimes. <laughs> so, Interstellar? Yeah, I, I, I mean, faster than light travel is the thing of sci-fi. I don't, we, we don't know if it's possible. There's still a lot we don't know about, so it might be, for all we know. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't foresee that even in the best of cases, even if we, like, reverse the budgets of our defense military spending and give it to exploration NASA spending. I don't, it's, I don't think that's the sort of thing that can happen. Um, I think we need to ask, will we survive enough to survive? <laughs> like, like, to be an Earth species, really. I don't even see us becoming interplanetary. Um, I mean, maybe visiting, but not like, like even the, uh, the Expanse, the show The Expanse is, is very optimistic about that, but the reasons aren't there, the, it, it, it's just, it's too far. Oh, is it four light years away? But still, even, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, let's go to sleep and not ponder these deep, deep questions in the morning. And awakeness. And deep questionsness. Uh, so yeah, even, okay, Alpha Centauri is 4.37 light years away. Okay. Say we can travel half light speed. That'll take nine years. Which we can't travel half light speed. <laughs> we could, like, there's no, because the whole relativity mass time thing. Um, I mean, we're at, like, 
a fraction of a fraction of a percent of a decimal of a percent of a fraction of light speed. Yeah. So, um, and and then we still have to figure out the whole cosmic radiation outside of the Earth's protective uh, magnetic field, outside of the the Van Allen belts, um, which we still have to figure out even to visit Mars. It's it's no good if it takes. 10 years to reach a place if everybody's dead when they get there. Um, so yeah, um, I, I think what Captain No Name is getting at is more societal as a whole, not necessarily technical. Because um, then they go on to ask, do you think we should survive that long? That That's a tough. I think that's, the, I mean, that's a weird way to put it, but I sure should yes um that's not for me to decide i don't at that time scale we won't even be humans like like i hope we and the rest of the earth and its animals and whatever survives long enough to evolve into whatever we can't even imagine right now you know like all of what we call humans happened in like the last 4,000 maybe 10,000 years and like that's just too short of a time span to have any sort of biological evolution uh, be specifically apparent um, and that's all going to happen on earth so, yeah, I mean, I would certainly hope so. The problems we're encountering right specifically now are definitely cultural, societal, um, and, and hopefully, even if it is, and I hope it isn't, even if it is significantly harmful to the longevity, uh... It, it, it hopefully is just a, a, a another blip in the geologic time scale of this planet and life on it. That's that's too deep, Wolfie. That's too deep to start off the episode with. We gotta lighten it up a bit. And disgusted cheese has just the question for us. What are your opinions on cheese? Disgusted cheese. So, am I to uh, make uh, extrapolate from your username that you are cheese that is disgusted at something? Or you are disgusted by cheese? Is that your opinion? Um... I like cheese. I've stopped putting it on things a lot. Like I used to, with my daily ham sandwich, used to put a slice of cheese on there. I haven't done that in a couple of years now. It just started to feel redundant and unnecessary. I barely tasted the cheese. Um, um, but like when the girlfriend and I go out for like a picnic or even on a hike or whatever we'll bring 
snack cheese and crackers and little, you know, pepperonis um, for a little snack and things like that. I like cheese on pizza, obviously. We did. We made our own. I didn't mention this in Far Lines of Bust, but I did mention the tomato situation we have outside in the garden. We made our own pizza. Everything from scratch except the cheese. <laughs> the cheese came from a bag. I mean, I guess technically the flour from the crust that I made by hand came from a bag too, but I made the gluten-free crust and the girlfriend made the pizza sauce from our own tomatoes that we grown ourselves. Um, top that with cheese and again pepperonis and bacon bits and peppers and it turned out dang good I'll say dang good um, and then we just had the leftover sauce on some gluten-free gnocchi uh, last night it turned out to be a good sauce and she said it wasn't too difficult it does take a lot of tomatoes to make a sauce because they really do cook down uh, but we have a lot of tomatoes. <laughs> we, we not as I don't think we we're ending up with as many as we thought we would have. Um, but the, the 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 growing season is young. Um, so yeah, obviously cheese on that. I put cheese on the pasta, a little bit of mozzarella or uh, parmesan. But I'm not. I mean, I'm not huge on like the fancy cheese aisle or refrigerator at the grocery store. You know, the weird blue or, like, you know, the wedges of cheese. Uh, I think the the girlfriend is the same way. We had, like, a brie cheese when we went out to the beach. A spreadable, soft brie. But that's, like, a very light white cheese that barely is, has any flavor. She doesn't like strong cheeses. I, I do like a sharp cheddar on a hamburger. Burger! Uh... <laughs> But uh, um, that's about as 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 deep into the flavored cheeses as I'll go. Speedrunner. Um, so yeah, I, I I like cheese, but not as much. I don't indulge as much as maybe as I used to. I'm trying to resist the urge to support big dairy. Oop. Um, so yeah, thank you for that question. Knight Concord asks, have you noticed a difference in the slang used in the cities you've lived in? Chicago, Phoenix, Seattle. Have you adopted any unique sl slang words from one city that you still use? Um, slang. Nah, I, uh, I don't think so. Primarily because, particularly, Phoenix and Seattle are all cities that are primarily like their populations are made up of people who moved there from somewhere else. So I feel like there isn't much of a quote-unquote native local tongue. Um, 
certainly like the way people refer to things and specifically like locations or places like towns or 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 like the airport like there'll be like shortened versions where like sometimes I'll be like where and and it's just like people saying like the shortened version of like and I can't even think of one cuz I don't do it um I mean, particularly around here, a lot of the towns and locations are, are very complicated to pronounce uh, Native American names. And, uh, no, I can't, I can't think of any, like, slang or, 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 or terminology. That, uh... That is significant in any way. Um, no, I really got nothing on that one. Am I? Is anybody else from those places that can like think of slangs, <laughs> words, terminology that I'm I'm just blanking out on? I also I also don't hang around many people, so there could be that. Um. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's my answer. It's a bad answer, but it's still my answer. Um. Knight Concord. Yeah, that's a PDX. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, people call the airport here SeaTac because it is SeaTac. But, like, if you don't know that, then you might be like, the what now? I also think, like, don't, don't people say Belling, Bell instead of Bellingham or, like, the Bell or something? I don't know. I could be also in just making that up myself because I'm weird and a nerd. Um, yeah, but there's, like, town names that have, like, short names or, like, the major roads, the, the highways or whatever. But anyway, I'm going to sleep and continuing in the morning. And awakeness. Wolfie's doing fine. Got wood and wool and boats. Uh, Night Con Concord. Like I said, I had a few more questions here. Do you have a favorite villain from movies, TV, or books? How about a favorite car driven by a villain? Um, favorite villain? Eh. Hmm. I don't know. I never really liked the villains. I think, like, my the favorite, like, best performed villain was definitely... Uh, Heath Ledger's Joker in the Batman movie. Um, I just, it, it, it's got a weird. That's that's got a even saying that has like a little bit of a squick to it, just because it has like that Joker has been kind of co-opted by like uh, just a, a, an unsavory crowd. <laughs> let's call it. Um,
the raptors in Jurassic Park. Um, and, and they drive a jeep. Uh, <laughs> cars driven by villains. I don't know of many cars driven by villains. Like, that would have to be, like, the primary... Like, it would have to be a driving movie or show, or, it, you know, it'd be, like, Fury Road or... Or... or Ronin or something, I don't know. Um, the Bond movie villains have cars? Do they anymore? Do they anymore, though? I, like, I know the old cheesy ones did. Little, like, submarine cars and things or whatever, but... I, I, I've never watched many or any of the, like, old Bonds. Sean Connery Bonds or anything like that. To really have a frame of reference on that. We did, we did watch, um, um, Zardoz, the other Sean Connery classic. That is definitely rated R and above for its very strange psychedelic... 70s themes. Um, oh, there's Wolfie. His footsteps were muted by the snow. Fast and Furious. I, like, I don't know all the cars from Fast and Furious. Who's, the, who's even the villain? Who was the villain in Fast and Furious? I don't know. Was it the friends we made along the way? Um, no, I got nothing. I got nothing on that one, I'm afraid. Do you understand Zardoz? <laughs> um, I understand what they might have been going for. <laughs> uh, but I don't understand the route they took to get there. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, anyway. Daniel Flamino. I'm going through a lot of boats, Daniel Flamino. I should get more wood. Oops. Not a tree for miles. Careful, Wolfie. Swinging my boat. Daniel Fulmino had a question. Have you ever engaged in any kind of activism, IRL, like volunteer work or protesting? Uh, I hadn't. Like, and that was one of my reasons very early on, if you've been with me for a while, for turning Farlands or Busts, uh, to, to attaching a, a charity fundraiser to it, because I hadn't done anything like that, really, ever. And like, and I, and because I'm like, I, I'm not gonna go out and like, I mean, I could, but I, I'm not gonna like physically volunteer because of, no, oh, iceberg anxieties and like, you know, just not being comfortable in those situations. Um, I, I figured this was kind of the way I could get into that realm and still make some sort of a difference, even if it is a hands-off approach sort of difference. Uh, 
Um, but I did uh, on a, in a pack south. It must have been pack south 2017. Maybe even 2016. I don't. I don't remember. Um, right after they announced the Muslim ban, the first of many obvious signs. Um, somebody I know there organized a little like protest march up to the uh the, the local politician's office um and it was like a very small group of people cone came with uh i didn't like hold any signs but i'm like i okay yeah like this is like a low frills low low <laughs> low impact uh, kind of thing. Um, and that was interesting, an experience. Um, just because I'd never done anything. I haven't done anything like that since either, but it was like because I knew people and it was a small group. group um, that, that, that made it more comfortable. And like a lot of people had never done anything like that before. So the, the organizer kind of, you know, was referencing as it, it's like <laughs> baby's first protest, uh, sort of introduction. Um, yeah, that was interesting. And I, I guess that was my only, like, I, I keep, I, I understand the importance and I would maybe even want to, but I'm also, I don't know enough people where it would, I think, be, like I said, safe. Not that it has to be safe, but as safe as you can presumably, uh, per, per, uh, per, what's the word I'm looking for? My words are all not working. Prepare yourself for, um, because obviously you don't want to go to a protest by yourself. Um, so yeah. So yes, kind of, but also no, not really. Daniel Fulmino. Indeed, indeed. You yourself can get involved by going to farlandsorbus.com and donating to the Equal Justice Initiative to Farlands or Bust and ask a question while you're at it. Whoa! That's a cliff. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Ah, oh, jeez. He's fine. He's fine. Wolfie's fine. So yeah, that's that's the end of the questions that I have. So get those donations in and ask some questions. Gimme, 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 gimme. Gimme some things to talk about. Boogie noises. That would be much appreciated. And we will continue walking west here. Regardless. Of course, with the new new the the going back to Tiltify, I I have a a donation overlay so that I can I haven't done any, but I can do streaming of Far Lands or Bust as I had done. And is what was responsible for us to reaching that floating point when we did. Um, 
So hopefully that entices even some some live donations. Uh, I still got to check if it integrates with the uh, stream elements overlays at all. Went to one of the Daniel Flaminos in the chat. Uh, I went to one of the climate marches, but boy, the anxiety was real. Yeah, that that would be the thing. And I, I mean, I guess that's also kind of the point. Like, oh, the anxiety you're feeling is nothing compared to what would happen if this X Y Z problem doesn't get resolved or is nothing compared to the anxiety that this marginalized group of people that you're marching for feels on a day-to-day -day basis just trying to live their lives. So, yeah, it is It is a, a, a bit of a give-and-take in that regard, I think. Indeed. I mean, I vote. Is, would you consider voting to be a kind of activism? That... I don't know. <laughs> Probably not, but... Required, perhaps, activism. Uh, yeah! Ooh, iron. I'll take it. This is gonna be the end of the episode, Heidi Hole. Some free iron. Except for the fact that my shovel is gonna break. Don't! Let's. Oop, that. Oh. There we go. That's better. Well, that's kind of dangerous. Well, that's where my torch is. Oh, this whole. This whole situation is dangerous. I was thinking, like, if there was a creeper on the top of that block, if I dug my way out, it would just fall right on top of me. I'm nervous about that. Um, let's make some stuff here, why don't we? I can't make a furnace, but I can make a new shovel. Can also make some beds. Make some beds. And I already recommended and reminded you to go to farlandserbus.com to donate. Twitch.tv slash KurtJMac to watch these Farlandserbust episodes and streams live. And uh, I hope you have a good weekend. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. Disgusted cheese.